0: Hello, assalamualaikum everybody. Hope you're all safe, sound and healthy. And since the whole gender identity debate has started with transgenders and stuff, um, I think it's about time that I kind of... Although I know I've covered this probably a million times and probably even in my podcast. But anyway, let's just put a new sort of a... Let's just get down to it uh, in a different way this time. See, now my problem with the... Uh, politicians or the bureaucrats or the legal machinery or even the uh, scientific medical machinery is their love for labels we're human beings for crying out loud I mean the whole point of being a human being or being any living creature any living thing is that we are not constant we are not stagnant um, and there is nothing um, that doesn't change you understand we're not permanent fixtures We grow we develop we change accordingly our minds our bodies our hormones every single thing about us changes Uh, that is why we grow from young to old that is why we we are born and that is why we die okay this is the whole cycle of life and so labels uh, is is trying to box things up I have no problems in general with labels but i have a huge problem with labeling when it comes to such things because when you're labeling people and trying to box them into a certain genre um, then that's the biggest mistake you can ever make. And the fact that medical uh, people from the medical field, scientists and doctors, are the ones who actually do that um, is, is what is uh, quite sometimes concerning to me because um, they should know better. They, of all people, should know better that you cannot box anything. Exceptions are everywhere. Religion teaches us that, actually. That is where, actually, you can see that religion comes out of the box because um, religion tells us that change is constant right so if religion is telling us change is constant and science cannot challenge that evidence um, in fact if anything science has um, proved through evidence that change is constant then why is it that uh, in science we want to uh, put everything into one constant I don't get it because um, as I said listen um, yes, I do agree with the fact that the the medical community has been quite uh, oddly, um, it has gone against its own better judgment in uh, promoting minors, uh, you know, uh, transitioning from one gender to another, which is something that I never expected the medical community to even endorse. Forget about doing because when a person is actually hitting puberty um, that is actually not the right time for them or for anybody to let them make these decisions Um, they need to grow up i mean why is it that we don't give licenses to kids when they've hit puberty biologically speaking hitting puberty means that you are actually attaining adulthood but at the same time we have recognized the fact that just hitting puberty does not essentially mean actually attaining Adulthood. It is a process towards attaining adulthood, but it's not actually attaining adulthood. And that means that the teenage brain is now developing at a completely different, uh, metamor- for, uh, you know, a sort of a meta- forces uh, f- sorry, metamorphosis. <laughs> I'm having this, this uh, tongue twisting thing going on. Um, so it's a sort of a metamorphosis of the brain and, and the body uh, going on within the uh, early teens when you hit puberty that is an essential change that is that is the change that is going to make you from a minor into you know an adolescent and then later on again more subtle changes will continue to occur um you know it's sort of like a milestone okay in your uh, life and yes so all those children who are now realizing that they were actually victims of of uh, the irrational behavior of the medical community uh, and the you know um, rushing them to change their genders and all when they've just hit puberty or prior to hitting puberty. So, I mean, as I said, why don't we give licenses to people below 18? Um, in some countries, you don't get licenses until you're 21. Similarly, you don't get your ID card until you're 18 in most countries, and again, in some countries when you're 21. So what does that tell you? That tells you that the following the mental development um of uh, a human being it has been decided that 18 to 21 is the appropriate time to consider an adult um to consider a human being an adult as in that his brain has fully formed to at least this point where he can be considered an adult so um i would say that um i was quite surprised when i found out that in america um People actually, the medical community actually behaved so unprofessionally and so unethically that they worked on minors on trans- transitioning their genders. And yes, that if the if those victims of uh, said transitioning have come out and uh, they have confirmed that this was actually essentially a wrong decision and the wrong time to make that decision, um, then then you really need to pay heed to it. Okay, because as I said. Touching a minor over such crucial issues—that is not the way to go. And I'm very, very, very surprised that in America, this has been done. I seriously did not expect that, uh, because in most countries, you again, you don't touch a minor. Um, you have to—they're called minors for a reason, you know um they need to be allowed to develop a little more mentally as well as physically before they for example if a person is 18 and he still thinks that he's in the wrong uh, you know he's born wrong or he's not comfortable in his own skin that is another matter but uh you know but no not before you hit puberty or not while you're hitting puberty no and I've noticed that people are actually in other societies where these issues have not been taken so seriously. Those children have actually grown up to be very healthy, mentally speaking, very healthy. I think um, we cause more mental damage when we uh, begin to create ev- uh, issues out of every single thing possible, uh, when we make a fuss out of everything. Um, in societies like ours, like in Pakistan and in other such societies, basically through the centuries, um, we have just... Uh, uh, you know, uh, we've sort of maintained this lifestyle of live and let live and ignore as much as you can and wait and watch and let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. So that, that is basically the, the trending um, lifestyle in these societies. And believe me, I have found it uh, more mature compared to when we try to make a fuss and try to make um, immediate decisions. Because I believe that decisions cannot be made immediately, especially when it comes to such situations. There is always a wait and watch period that has to be uh, processed. So now putting that aside, as I said, um, if you're an adult and you're still, you know, you still feel that you wanna change your gender, um, I, I, I have no right uh, to even talk about it because in Islam, you know, the prophet said that uh, attaining perfection in Islam is realizing to ignore something that does not concern you. In other words, mind your own business. So in Islam, you have attained perfection as a Muslim when you learn to mind your own business. So uh, I prefer to mind my own business as it is as a person even um, regardless of my religion and I'm very happy to see that my religion actually um exhorts us to mind our own business so I'm very happy with that because to be very honest the thing I hate the most because I've been doing it uh, most of my life and so I hate it the most and that is taking responsibility for others seriously people you need to learn to take responsibility for yourselves Okay. And you need to stop dominating others and you, t- you need to stop pushing and shoving yourselves and your ideas and your ideologies onto others. That is the thing that I just detest the most. And that is why I usually keep my opinions to myself, to be very honest. Even when I'm asked for an opinion, I try to evade the question. Okay and this is why as i said um this is all you know this is just me finally uh you know trying to make sense out of all the stupidity and nonsense that's been going on uh because yeah we call minors, minors for a reason. We call hitting puberty, hitting puberty for a reason. We call the teenage brain a mutant brain for a reason, okay? So let's not try to make a fuss out of a mountain, uh, out of a molehill, sorry. And let's not make a mountain out of a molehill is what I was trying to say. So, because um, I personally do believe that this is sort of a very, it, it's, it's all about progress and development. And like every progress and development, you need a wait and watch period, okay? um you need somebody uh to you know weigh their pros and cons properly because these are life-changing decisions and these are not just decisions where you just wave a wand and say hey presto and the gender changes it involves a lot of surgeries it involves a lot of injections it involves a lot of artificial artificially um, injected hormones um, it, it involves a lot of uh, breaking down before rebuilding so you you really need to be careful before making such decisions on minors Okay, I think the preferred method, like for everything else, is wait till they hit 18 at least before, you know, trying to make a fuss out of these things. Just like how we force them to wait until they're 18 before they take a license to drive a car. So weigh the pros and cons, please. Look at the risk factors. Um, so the irresponsible medical community of America has been uh, a bit beyond, it has gone beyond its irresponsible and unethical mode. Now, coming uh from here now i'll come to my real uh point here as i said um now the real point here is when it comes to um transgenders now discriminating against transgenders is something that i have a huge problem with um no religion has asked you to discriminate against trans transgenders no religion ever has ever um asked you to discriminate against uh unisex um you know uh, and unisex are those who are born without an actual gender, okay? So let's not mix it up with transgenders. Um, and again, in, in no religion are we allowed to criticize somebody about their sexual orientation. No religion, believe me. Just read your religion properly, study your religion properly. It's between them and God uh, and the common man has no right to comment to criticize or to judge um so it is basically strictly between the law and between divine law and the law that is issued by the state yeah so i do believe that when we uh, for example even in islam even though um homosexuality like in every other religion um is no no you know it's not allowed um but again you know in islam at the same time we are also warned that we have no right to uh actively discriminate or even passively discriminate against such people as in we have no right to take no right to take the law into our hands and thank god for it because to be very honest i think something that has to do with god and only god uh, should not be interfered with by the common man and again god has given the right to the legal system to interfere with that perspective but at the same time in islam i have seen many many traditions of the prophet where um such um sexual oriented crimes um the prophet preferred not to expose them uh, when people came to him saying that we committed such and such sexual act which we know is wrong and we repent please you know help us gain forgiveness please help us gain he would the, his first uh second and third reactions would always be to pretend he never heard them you understand he would always ignore And he would pretend as if he never heard it and then when they would come to him again and again and then pray with him and then again tell him and then pray with him and then again tell him then at the end he would say listen you came to me um you told me about something that is very deeply personal very very deeply personal and you've outed it to yourself in front of me and you've prayed with me after that and then you've begged for forgiveness and then you prayed with me again how many times have you prayed with me while begging for forgiveness why don't you just go away now you know so basically what he was trying to say is that if you know that what you've done is wrong and it doesn't sit well with you or if you've suddenly felt that no you don't want to do this anymore good for you repent It is a personal act, a very deeply personal act. So you need to repent for it very personally. It's between you and God. And just stop doing it, repent. And that's it, that's more than enough. Uh, But if you keep on coming to me and if you keep on telling me that you've done this, then you're forcing me to take legal action against you. Then what's the point of you repenting? Because if you're telling me that you've committed this sexual crime or this sexual act um, that is considered a crime and you're constantly, you know, you're, you're you're it's in my face, you know, you're constantly telling me that, oh, I'm, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. You are forcing me to take action against you. When I'm giving you the chance, I've given you three, four chances to understand that my silence means you're repenting, good for you. Go quietly at home and repent. You understand? I think I hope you, everybody's understood what I'm trying to say. Basically, there are certain crimes that are so deeply personal that they are between you and God. And if you realize that, that, that whatever it is that you've done, um, that God doesn't like it, and you you've decided not to do it anymore keep it to yourself stop doing it that is true repentance is that stop doing it and, but keep it to yourself because um there's no point in digging it up over and over again you understand you felt the shame take care of it by quietly repenting, by stop just stop doing it. So what I'm trying to say is that we are not given the right to judge somebody on their sexual orientation. This is between them and God, and again, it's between them and the law. And even the law has been given this sort of a a sort of a, a precedence where it can, you know, turn a blind eye to something that is deeply personal. But once that becomes exposed then the law has no choice but to take action that is number one that you need to understand so uh number two when it comes to transgenders there is no crime per se you understand um there is no crime uh, regard and there is nothing mentioned that this is a crime that is punishable by a certain legal precedent in any religion regarding transgenders it is just said that a man is a man and a woman is a woman and you should be proud of your identities and not ashamed you should celebrate your identities and not be ashamed and you should not cross over as in you should not change your gender or you should not um, become a transvestite for example so these are again again these are not crimes that are punishable by law but these are just uh divine rules that are between the person and god the way i see it again why because again there is nowhere in any religion mentioned that you should take action against a transvestite or you should take action against a transgender nowhere in the quran is it written and i'm sure if you try checking the bible you will find it nowhere written there it's again um, in fact there is no even legal precedent for it because again this is a deeply personal moral situation that has nothing to do with um harming anybody you understand in any religion and every religion the the major aspect of a crime is something that harms a society or harms the people around you but acts that do not harm others around you um, those acts are considered deeply personal acts, and there are no legal precedents for them. And you are not allowed to judge people based on those deeply personal matters, right? Um, in, in other words, um, you, should, you should just learn to ignore and learn to give other people breathing space, okay? Um, then here comes the third uh, point here which is most important and that is for example you find that suddenly a transgender athlete is banned why because he's a transgender there is no way in hell or heaven that you are allowed to do that again him being a tra- him or her being a transgender is a completely personal individual uh, aspect and has nothing to do with you it has nothing to do with sports it has nothing to do with swimming it has nothing to do with anything okay you cannot stop a person from living their regular lives or doing their regular jobs or working on their regular hobbies based on their gender this is the a law in islam actually in other religions they might they actually had to adopt this law from islam in other countries as well because in other religions actually there was no such law islam laid down the the first law on anti-racism anti-discrimination so that was in the last speech given by the prophet the last address that he made uh before his death that is when he set down a few laws that, should have be, that were supposed to be made part of the legal uh, structure of the Islamic society. And one of the laws that he put down, in fact, the very first law that he put down then in his last speech um, to finalize and to perfect and to seal the religion was that nobody is superior to another regarding their race, their gender, or their ethnicity or their color so everybody's equal regardless of their gender regardless of their race regardless of their cost their creed their color uh you know and then uh, even religion okay so everybody's equal in the eyes of the law and everybody's equal in the eyes of God it is up to God to judge who uh you know who he uh puts in heaven or who he throws in hell right but yes when you hurt another person then then it's no longer at the hands of god then it's at the hands of that person you've hurt if that person forgives you then god forgives you If that person refuses to forgive you god cannot forgive you because it's between you and that person that is how it works so again you are not allowed to hurt somebody because he's a transgender. You're not allowed to stop that person from uh, continuing their activities, from living their lives. You're not allowed to do that. I'm sorry, but you're not, okay? I don't give a, I don't give a frack and I don't give two hoofs where you're coming from or what it is that you're trying to prove, but you can't do that. You can't stop a person from being a politician because that person is a transgender you cannot stop a person from doing sports because he's a transgender you cannot stop a person from going to school because he's transgender you just cannot do these things because these are their basic rights as human beings and all human beings are equal and all human beings have the right to live their lives okay you have no right to discriminate them on anything that has to do with regular life Similarly, you cannot discriminate a woman for the same reasons. You cannot discriminate a man for the same reasons. You cannot discriminate them on their pay either that this is a woman so she should be paid less for the equal amount of work that she does or more than than a man her male colleague would do you have no right to do that similarly you have no right to uh, discriminate against a transgender for the same reasons um similarly you have no right to discriminate against um a homosexual or a heterosexual because they're you have no concern with their sexual orientation or their sexuality your concern is with the job that you've hired them to do and again they are in sports or they are athletes or they are you know pilots or they are nurses or doctors or I don't care what they are doing you have no right to disrupt their daily lives based on their sexual orientation okay I don't see it written anywhere in any religion and I'm sorry you can try to twist and turn as many verses as you can from the bible and in the quran you can't even do that because there are no such verses so i don't care what it is that you're trying to do here but you cannot disrupt somebody's daily life you cannot disrupt their jobs you cannot disrupt their activities based on who or what they are so this gender identity um, bs that you people have started here you need to you need to stop okay you need to cool down a bit and you need to just just leave the thing alone okay leave it the hell alone okay just let it go let's let's bring let's bring things back to normal let's bring things back to common sense where we never really labeled people even though we knew who or what they were okay yeah stop doing that and we have no right to demand somebody to tell us their sexual orientation or their sexual identity we have no right to do that as is shown very clearly by the prophet's traditions we have no right to out somebody we have no right to force somebody to out themselves why it's not our concern it's a very deeply personal thing and it has nothing to do with us we are here uh when we interact with other people we interact with other people based on our jobs or our work or our um, other activities and that has nothing to do with our sexual orientation or our gender identity or whatever it is that you want to label us or other people into okay i am 100 percent hetero but do you see me giving a fart about homos, homosexuals or do you see me giving a fart about transgenders you know why because i really don't care okay i can't be bothered by all of this i've got enough on my plate thank you very much i've got a very freaking tough life as it is thanks to the u.s government mucking up and messing up my country I've got better things to do than to think about sexual orientation and in fact even if I did have a lot of time I would never do that because my religion never taught me to do that I'm sorry I, I, I read the Quran with the translation I don't go to any saint or I don't go to any priest I don't go to any so-called alleged scholar why because Islam has not taught me to do that Islam has taught me to read That was the first command given to the prophet by the angel. Read. Read in the name of God who made you from a clot. So, you know what? I'm reading. And I would love it for other people to do their bit of reading too. Okay? If you read the Quran or the Bible properly on your own, I'm sure every single time you read the same verse, you'll get a different meaning out of it. It's just like how when you read any book, you will read one novel ten times, and every single time you'll find something different out of it. From the same sentences that you've read, every single time from that same sentence, you will derive a whole new interpretation. And that is the same thing with the Quran or with the Bible or with any other book, because we interpret according to our backgrounds according to our culture according to our education and according to our exposure according to our experience that is how we interpret words and that is how we interpret sentences and that is how we interpret the quran and the bible and any other book any novel okay it's it's not it's really not different the way we perceive words has always been the same regardless of which book we're reading so i would i would rather that people should please take some time read the whole Quran from end to end properly read the whole Bible properly with translation with easy Urdu easy English and then go and read the traditions of all the prophets okay and you will see that all these things have been addressed because all these things that you think are new are not new but they are as old as time itself homosexuality is o- as old as time right um transgendering transvestites um, this is all as old as time and that is why these issues were addressed by the prophets they were addressed by religions time and again you will notice that although these are things that are not liked and not accepted by any religion but at the same time what also no religion endorses or condones is regular people discriminating against those people um you know based on personal bias or prejudice no it is between them and god and then it is between them and the law and we are told to mind our own business so understand from that what you will i know i understood a lot from that i've understood that I have no say because i cannot judge anybody uh based on who or what they are because i would not like to be judged based on who or what i am and i also know that uh, god has constantly reminded us that we are all exceptions to a rule and every human being is completely different from another human being and although we always like to uh uniform the the human creation especially the american government is a very good example of that where they just want one world order so the whole world should follow their rules their laws their ideas their ideologies and you know everything yeah that's not how it works i'm sorry that's not how it works uh, and the fact that Islam actually uh, addresses and accepts and appreciates and encourages uh, various exceptions and uh, differences, the fact that Islam keeps on reminding us that we are all at the end of day, at the end of the day different from each other and we should respect that and that at the end of the day we're all human beings and that life is sacred. Institutions are not sacred. Labels are not sacred. Organizations are not sacred. Life is sacred. That should tell you everything. Okay? You kill one man, you kill the whole humanity. I've heard that now, uh, recently, you know, the Jewish community has tried to steal that uh, this saying and say that it is a Hebrew saying. It's not. Sorry. This is uh, the saying of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. This is a hadith. Okay? um and like everything else that the jewish community likes to steal from the arab community this is one of those quotations uh they've stolen their food they've stolen their dresses they've stolen their culture and they've called it israeli culture and all but i'm sorry again as i said facts are facts you can't run away from them and one such fact is this that the This is the hadith of the holy prophet, peace be upon him, where he said that you kill one man, you kill the whole humanity, you save one man, you save the whole humanity. That means life is sacred. Uh, And as we can see, the Israelis don't hold life sacred. And secondly, um, institutions don't mean a thing in Islam. In Islam, there is no meaning, no sanctity of any institution. Sanctity is purely of life which is of people, which is of humanity, which is of individuals. So it's life above everything, okay? And it's equality above everything. And it's living in peace above everything. It's minding your own business above everything. You have a problem with certain people. You have every right to have that problem, but you have no right to attack that person or assault that person um, based on your personal, you understand, based on your personal uh, thoughts and ideas and ideologies. We have different countries all over the world for the same reason that people are all different from each other. They all want to live according to different rituals, different traditions, different ideologies. And that is why we have different countries. Um, for one country to impose its ideologies on every other country on earth is, now that is a crime, that is a sin, and that is a crime. And you need to pay attention to such crimes and such sins rather than paying attention to um, banning uh, an athlete for being a transgender or banning a transgender from being a politician or banning um a unisex uh, from being anything just because that person doesn't have a gender i mean seriously uh i i think that that is the most that shows um how regressive the human mind can be despite the fact that when god showed um, adam and eve off to the angels and to the uh, uh jinns it was be- he he showed them off in this light in this aspect that look these are pe these are people who can drink an information out of nothing i'll give them a little information and they will not just take that and run away with it but they can build on new information just from that and they can take on more information and create more information based on that so I mean, God bragged about the human mind, the human mind's ability to, uh, to, cre- to have awareness and education knowledge and information and look at and look at the human mind today look at the human mind fighting over uh, gender trends and gender identity and transgenders and whatnots and uh, female and male and labeling and pregnancy and uh, and abortion and this and that such absolutely stupid maniacal things instead of focusing on the fact that hello uh based on such pathetic ideologies one country is trying to uh, create war all over the world um over and over again just forcing the whole world to live according to its own ideas and ideologies when the whole point of having different countries is because everybody has different ideas and ideologies now for example if you want to be um in a country that legalizes your sexual orientation and that has no problem with it then you are free to go to those countries that have it instead of forcing the country that doesn't have it to to uh create those laws for you you understand because i think that is also common sense if something does not suit me where i live instead of forcing that place to conform to me i would just up and go to a place where i can live in peace because they already um, agree with my perspective, okay? Uh, and similarly, um, if you want a society where you want to um, be free from all prejudices, again, you're most welcome Because you've got choices. There are so many societies that have that kind of, uh, you know, uh, legal protection. And you can go there. What I'm trying to say is, instead of making your life terrible, instead of making your life hell, try to look for good opportunities and move on and don't try to force yourselves on others that is that is my main problem with everybody i don't care if you're a minority i don't care if you're a majority i don't care if you are heteros or, or homos i don't care if you are um, transgenders or transvestites i don't care if you hate transgenders or transvestites none of you have the right to impose your thoughts and beliefs onto the other person you go your way they go their way there's no need to fight okay in islam you're not even allowed to force somebody to believe in god you're not even allowed to force somebody to pray you're not even allowed to force somebody to accept islam so i mean this is this is a huge thing you're, you you need to recognize the enormity of what i'm saying here you may think that it's something very small but it's not forcing somebody to believe in God in the existence of God I mean that is the whole epitome of ev- of every religion um that is the that is the whole uh point that is the whole core of our existence right that there is after all something above us that created us that put us down on this earth and which is why we die and we when we die we have to go back to wherever it is that we came from but that same entity has not allowed us to force another person to acknowledge said entity's existence. What can be bigger than that? If we are not even allowed to force somebody to accept the existence of God, and if we are not allowed to force somebody to pray, and if we are not allowed to force somebody to accept Islam, um, then why are we allowed to force somebody to conform to our ideas which have nothing really? to do with anything why are we allowed to dominate others why are we allowed to invade other countries just to force them to live the way we want them to live or to steal from them or to you know plunder loot and plunder why why are we allowed to hijack um a country and uh, that was made on certain principles and and change their principles why are we allowed to kidnap people and force them to uh you know to give us ransom why are we allowed to uh you know to judge somebody because they're a transgender why are we allowed to force somebody to become a transgender why are we allowed to force somebody to become hetero and why are we allowed to force somebody to become homo that is what i want to know that is my problem why is france for example forcing the muslim women to strip them off their abaya um, might as well force the, uh, all women and men of France to uh, strip themselves and walk naked because uh, if, if we follow the French values, the French government's values, then it means that according to them, uh, people shouldn't even wear clothes in the first place because we were never born with clothes. We were all born butt naked, so we should live our lives butt naked. Maybe that's what France is aiming for. I don't know. But you're forcing somebody to do what you want. I thought France was all about freedom. You, how can you talk about freedom when you are forcing women to bare their heads and to wear uh, clothes that they're not comfortable in? Why are you forcing women to become sexual objects for you? Why? Because that is exactly what you're doing. Women who do not wish to become sexual objects are those who are wearing abayas. They're those who are screening themselves. They're those who are dressing modestly. Um, you are forcing them to strip off of their modest bearings and their mod- modest clothings. Why? Uh, you want to sexualize them is that it so that's what I'm trying to say um, women who love to wear um, as little as possible are welcome to do that then why are women who do not want to wear as little as possible not welcome to do that um, so isn't that called a force people need to stop labeling each other and people need to stop forcing each other it's the same thing that i've even talked about even before it's like now now this new trend has also come of forcing everybody to think that every good relationship that they have in life has to be sexual when it's not what happened to the good old platonic relationships which are extremely healthy by the way so let me tell you one thing about psychology and about a healthy mind um, is that when you force a person to see every single relationship around them as sexual they cannot grow up with a healthy mind believe it or not talk to any psychiatrist any real psychiatrist or not a quack and they'll tell you that as well the human mind needs healthy relationships to stay healthy um, platonic relationships have always been an excellent boon uh, to and boost to mental health, but now one of the basic reasons why people are as disturbed as they are is because they've been perverted, and they've been perverted because they've been forced to think that every single good relationship that they have in life, regardless of gender and regardless of the type of said relationship, um, it has to be sexual or it should be looked in a potentially sexual way. So that is where we are also going wrong. Why are we forcing that? If they think it's sexual, let them know for themselves it's sexual. If it's platonic, please let them know for themselves that is platonic and don't try to force a, a sexual notion onto their relationship, which is an otherwise clean and healthy relationship that is a number one for that and number two why are you forcing people to wear mini skirts you want to wear mini skirts you fought for that right now let those people who don't want to have the right to not wear it it's as simple as that I don't like shorts, I don't like mini skirts, why should I wear them? Where's the law here that tells me that I have to wear them because I'm in France, for example, or I'm in England, for example, where is it written? Similarly, um, where is it written that a woman cannot wear jeans and where is it written? I mean, see, that's that's the thing that I like about actually the Asian countries um, and even African countries. If you look at our cultural clothing, especially Pakistan, If you look at our cultural clothing in Pakistan, you would see that male and female clothing are basically similar. Um, The only thing that's different is the way we style them, but our pieces of clothing is the same. That is, we both wear shalwar kameez, and we both style our shalwar kameezes in many flamboyant and many modest ways as per the occasion or as per style. And our clothing is extremely flexible in that way that we can literally cut and style it in any way uh, that it can be western it can be eastern it can be traditional it can be a fusion it can be anything but notice that the basic articles of our clothing has always remained the same you have the trouser like shilwar and you've got the tunic like kurta right basically whether they're long or short or fitted or or not or you know whether they become trousers or shalwar's or patialas or whatever at the end of the day it is a two-piece or a three-piece suit for women it's three-piece because you add the dubatta and for males it's two-piece because they don't have a dubatta obviously but they used to have turbans or they used to have shawls and if in fact even if you go to the the northern areas you will see men still wearing those shawls so men have their own shawls, women have their own shawls. So again, here's another article of clothing that's common. What I'm trying to say is that you do not see gender discrimination in the actual article of clothing worn. We both have similar articles of clothing, which you will not find in, in, in traditional Japanese clothings, which is highly discriminatory, by the way. And you will not find it in traditional Chinese clothings, although they are kind of similar in, in their own weird way. Uh, male and female clothings you will not find that kind of similarity even in Korean traditional clothings but oh and in the west obviously it's extremely I mean the women literally had to fight to wear trousers for crying out loud so yeah in in our part of the world uh, and in, in a few other countries that are similar to ours you will see that basically women and men share the same type of clothing um the same articles of clothing and it's only the way we style them and the way we wear them that makes our genders uh, different as in that makes us uh, note uh, it, that sort of identifies our gender but the but the actual article of clothing is is identical you have the shirwar kameez so that is something that i noticed and i realized that yeah you know the common sense still reigned, you know, because this common sense was actually part of our ancient civilizations. And uh, in the West and in other countries, this discrimination of clothing between men and women started um, basically um, in the industrial age, you can say, the first. Uh, maybe you could say in the steel age, yeah. So that is when it, it started, you know, the, this discrimination. Uh, Maybe it could be even in the Bronze Age, although I don't think the actual discrimination began in the Bronze Age. I think it really began in the Steel Age. But the point is that this is something that is man-made. Discrimination between genders is man-made. Otherwise, we're all equal. Yes, we have our differences in physique. Yes, we have our differences. Obviously, we have to have some differences. How else would we recognize each other as a separate gender, for crying out loud? but the point remains that as people as people who sh- who have the same IQ the same brains the s- we belong to the same species you know we're equal have you ever seen a seahorse uh, act uh, you know discriminate against a, you know uh, another seahorse you know or have you ever seen for example an elephant discriminate against another elephant i mean have you seen animals discriminate against each other based on their gender if they are not discriminating against each other then who the hell died and made you god that you should stand up and start discriminating against other people because of their gender i don't know and i don't even want to know because the point is you're not even allowed to because you're not god duh so let's just please put this you know in the back burner okay and let's just turn off the fire altogether and let's just let it sit and let's just forget about all these gender identifying trends and these labels and these discriminations let's try to be a little more uh progressive let's try to evolve please we have already regressed one of the basic problems that i've had with the, with the human race is that for the past century i have seen us uh, regressing i haven't seen our civilization progress to be honest especially not as human beings the actual evolution of of human civilization i don't see that i see a devolution and i see a regression i don't see progress and i don't see evolution so please please let's just for once act like the human beings we were meant to be you know people with brains people with common sense stop taking such petty issues and making them into you know a a problem of your life they're not we've got so many problems in life let others live everybody's struggling you're struggling everybody's struggling okay don't add to other other people's miseries learn to mind your own business okay unless it is something that is personal deeply personal for example okay if somebody's like you know if you're a hetero and you hate uh, you know uh a homosexual and that homosexual has tried to force you to you know be a, a homosexual with him or her okay that's a different problem okay that's again between you and that person that person tried to hurt you you have a problem with that person I get it but On a professional level, on a a general level, when it comes to activities, when it comes to sports, when it comes to um, work, when it comes to anything, as long as nobody's disturbing you, you have no right to disturb that person either, okay? Just mind your own business. That's what I'm basically trying to say. And for God's sake, stop. Just stop making people unable to live their lives just because you don't agree with who or what they are because you know what you know what your religion says what everybody's religion says regardless of it being judaism christianity or islam you have no right like it or not it's really as simple as that you have no right mind your own business thank you very much this is me signing out Goed houses.